Welcome, listeners. Welcome, Gil. Welcome, you. Welcome, Connell. Thank you. A lot of welcomes. <laughs> it's a very welcoming show. What are we talking about today, Hugh? Okay, so show 12, bonus episode two. We're just um, wrapping up the process, I suppose. Yeah, that's right. We're going to put a bow on season one. We're going to be talking about what we learn along the way and then where the show's going next as well. Before we get into that, though. Bads' box, right up the order. That's right. Top of the pack. <laughs> and he betrays Australia in this one, so there's something to look forward to in that. Oh, well, let's hook in. Ryan steps onto Bads' box with his unfiltered opinion. Quick wit and sharp insight. Welcome back, Ryan. Back to Bads' box for episode number 12. Number 12. Thanks for having me. Who would have thought we'd be number 12, eh? Yeah, <laughs> time goes fast. So we're going to turn the tables a little bit. Connell and I have prepared a few questions just to try and leverage your sharp wit and see how good you are on the spot. So, mm-hmm. so I'll throw to Connell and, and see what he's got. So first question for you on the hot seat, Ryan. So in retrospect, are you disappointed that you turned Hugh down when he offered you to do the podcast with it? No, I'm not, actually. I think it's been great to have a perspective such as yourself, Connell, I think you probably, the two of you have been a vastly different, whereas Hugh and I can be fairly similar and a bit cutting at times. So I think having me not being there as a full-time gig and providing a cameo is probably a better outcome for everyone. And ultimately, the whole thing's been built around me anyway, so the outcome's been the same. <laughs> Did Connell slip you a 20 for that answer? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I messaged him last night. <laughs> it's like, this is what we're going to say. <laughs> a bit more of a serious question then. Like From all the stuff we've discussed, have you sort of reflected on that and then applied it to your own business? So two parts, you know, have you reflected and then have you grabbed anything and, and actually run with it a little bit in your own business? Yeah, I have in certain aspects. It's brought some things to awareness around the planning and the and the building out your process and understanding your values and, and those sorts of things that we're working on a fair bit in our business again at the moment, particularly around the values and alignment to values and recognizing when you are in or out of alignment with those values and, you know, the culture side of things as well. So I have reflected on a lot of the things we've discussed. It's also made me think, and I was thinking about this over the weekend when I was listening to the last episode about just how important it is to have everything. I don't think you can take one particular part of what we've discussed and go, yeah, I'm going to nail that and everything will be good because it's really important to to balance all aspects that's been discussed. So yeah, it's a the melting pot, I suppose. It's just made me reflect on just how critical each aspect is. After hearing that, it's similar to what I had said in the last episode, that it creates an ecosystem. So individually, all the components are important, but then you start to see their interplay and how interconnected they are. Yeah, I can imagine that that's definitely something you'd be thinking about in an established business. Is that fair? Yeah, I think it's important at considering starting a business, but it's also important to continue to reflect and evolve in your own business. So whether it be two years in or five years in or 20 years in, you know, Mm. I once had someone explain to me that you can have 20 years worth of experience or you can have five years worth of experience four times. So building and continuing to learn and, and evolve and ecosystem. It's an interesting word, but it is all encompassing for mm. sure. Yeah, perfect. What's been the biggest learning for you in prepping for Bads' box each week? I need to get better at prepping is probably one of the learnings. <laughs> Why uh, do you say that? And there's a balancing act, I think, between being overly prepared and, and over-engineering your process mm-hmm. and getting the content out there and sitting there and going, yeah, bang, 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 bang. These are the points I want to make, as opposed to having it somewhat relatable and mildly entertaining and I suppose over preparation can take away from that 
yeah, I think that's probably the, the key thing is finding the balancing act between preparing and just playing what's in front of you. Mm. It's interesting how your experience parallels our own. I think that's something we've discussed as well, finding that balance between too prepared and then not prepared enough. <laughs> yeah, that resonates exactly. Like it's prepare, but then let it go in the moment. So it's just that sort of nuance. It goes back to the episode we did on systems, I think it was, or process, process or one of the yeah. two about don't put so much around it that you stifle that creativity. Mm. Yeah, the stupid but critical things, don't forget them and then just leave the space. Okay, hardball question. Ryan, do you think it's un-Australian to bring up the All Blacks as much as you do in your segment? Gee. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, I don't. I'm surprised. It's not un-Australian. I believe that they are, in my time or in recent years, they've been the benchmark. And so if you're going to aspire to be performing at the highest level, you need to compare yourself to the benchmark or be better than the benchmark. And, and I think I bring them up because they're damn good at what they do. And it irritates me that they're so good and they continue to be so good. And even when you think, you know, I follow the New South Wales Blues and I keep talking about the, the Queensland side, the famous four dudes retire and I'm like, oh, here we go, we're going to get a run. And then the next four blokes who are 20 years old come through and they're just as good, you know. <laughs> so it's because of all the things they have around it and the pathways and the pro and that sort of stuff that they just continue to perform. And I think... It's un-Australian if you're not aspiring to be better than the best. <laughs> well answered. I didn't expect anything else. <laughs> yeah. And you know that I'm a big reader. I actually read Richie McCall's autobiography and it's a really, you know, just about the discipline and there's lots of great learnings in that. So, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, that's probably a difference between you and me. I'm a great reader. I, I struggle to get through the comics. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I always know you had a love of the picture books. So, um, which leads to the next questions. Can sporting analogies be overused in the Badgers box segment? Can they be? Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. <laughs> I don't think so. Look, I'm always being criticised, but often by my wife and others around me. For I try really hard not to use sporting analogies, but it just fits, I think. And for me, it relates. I know if you haven't played a lot of sport or, or participated in a lot of sport, it probably doesn't make a lot of sense. But for those who have, the parallels are just crazy. So, yeah, whether that be team sports or individual sports, preparations, process, coaching, mindset, that's all the parallels are, are there. So, no, you can't overuse it, particularly in the, in a segment named after me. <laughs> <laughs> your segment, your rules. Yeah. Ryan might be a modern-day Bill Campbell. <laughs> I'm going to go off script with one final question for Gil. Oh, interesting. Gil's not prepared. Gil, do you have a man crush on Bads's box? Like you always share his social media above anything else. So I think there is a bit of a man crush there. <laughs> I think you need to ask that to the social media person because I share whatever is out there. So I just share that. So it's not me with the crush. <laughs> I, I don't think he answered the question. but I'm good at that. <laughs> that was pretty easy. You got anything challenging or? No, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we made it a bit softball. We, we didn't want to go too deep. We're actually stalling while we create the build-up for season two. Yeah, so. <laughs> prolonging. <laughs> <laughs> Righto, mate. Well, thanks again for your time. Enjoy your week. Looking forward to getting you back in season two and keep trucking away. Thanks for having me, guys. Appreciate it. See you, Ryan. Catch you later. You're listening to Two Paths, One Journey. 
Good to hear from Bads nice and early this week. Leading out strong to head off the show, yeah. as always. <laughs> he does that. Today, we're going to be talking about some of the journey so far. You know, we're putting the emphasis on the J in 2P1J. What have you got for us? Yeah, well, as you know, and we've mentioned earlier, a lot of work to do a good podcast. And I don't even know whether the 2P1J podcast is good, but improving. <laughs> And um, Bad's touched on that in his segment as well. It's a balancing act. And I think what we found is that if either one of us leads it too much, it can go to the fucking end of the spectrum. Bit too casual for me, bit too business for you. Yeah, finding that balance in that. And that comes into the prep work. So whoever did more of the prep work just within our own routine drove the show. And those last four or five episodes that I put together just to alleviate a bit of pressure off you, we, we ended up hardcore business. And one thing that comes up for me a lot throughout the show as well, and that's been a learning, is having a conversation in a podcast, very different to having one in real life. (laughs) And a lot of my mannerisms do not work. Like what? Uh, (laughs) I can't even say. (laughs) I can't agree. (laughs) Um, No, I can't agree. I have a habit of saying yes and yeah and 100% and exactly after people say something. So I'm trying to cut that down. And we'll talk more about what we're working on later, but... You're too nice. You're too personable. (laughs) To, to some, some may even say too cute. <laughs> <laughs> some may, some may. <laughs> but another thing that I feel like we learned is that kind of balance, like we were saying, but balance of too much content and not too little. So we really worked on cutting the episode length down. We're finding under 30 minutes is best. Being more concise, getting the content going narrower. So all of those things just permeated to where we are now in show 12 in the bonus episodes. I think that pretty well summarizes most of the learnings we've had. So get straight on into the next point. What are we working on? You're listening to Two Paths, One Journey with Hugh Reardon and Connell Faulkner. I can tell you what I'm working on. Mm -hmm. The art of telling a good joke. I can't wait to see the results. (laughs) (laughs) We really do have some things we're working on and some things that are front and center. What do you actually want to improve upon in the podcast? I, I think the performance and the interaction finding that balance between being prepared, being authentic in the show, being live. And we've done both ranges. So it's just practice now and and deliberate practice. Bad's mentioned that about the 20 years, have you done 20 years of experience or have you got four years, Mm. five times? Whereas that for me straight away in my head was like, that's deliberate practice. So just stepping outside your comfort zone every show and just trying to get that little bit better. That's right. And for myself, it's just creating a conversational kind of approach that fits the podcasting space, which is something very different for me. But I think part of that comes down to as well, what we're talking about. So it's asking better questions, answering the questions appropriately. And that's a learning in itself, because we definitely got that wrong early on. And to our dear listeners, their engagement, that's something we've got to build on that and have a real strategy around that. So these things, when we say we're working on is is we're actively working on them, and we're going to build them into the show. That's right. And as the show evolves, we're going to have to be considering the structure of it, segments that we do and don't include. And we'll talk a bit about what we see the future of the show being in a second. And it'll be a bit clearer why that's going to come into question. But that's going to be a bit different, I would say, in a few shows time. Well, I think it's a second now. So let's talk 2P1J 2.0, season two. 2P1J 2.0. What does that actually mean? Well, straight away, something's up for review of segments. So what we're going to do is the closing the loop segment. When we get enough closing the loop material, dramatic pause there, <laughs> uh, when we get enough closing the loop material, we'll run that into a separate show. So that's not going to be a weekly segment. 
And that's a pretty immediate change that viewers are going to notice. But I think we're making bigger, more overarching kind of changes to the whole structure of the show as well. So something we've really been talking about is finding that overlap between yourself and me and making the show content reflect that. Yeah, well, coming back to the learnings, we're talking about it took more work than we expected. And the conversations that we had, if we want to make this show sustainable, it can't be extra because we've already got enough going on. So we're looking for that overlap between your work, your skill set, your personality, and the same for me. That's where the show's going. <laughs> yeah. And that's going to actually help us build a better podcast because then the subject matter defines our audience. So we're not making assumptions now. We have a more tangible way of telling who's this going to be relevant for. So we put together that overlap. And how would you summarize it, Connor? Where do you think the overlap lies? Where do you think the 2PYNJ podcast goes? Well, interestingly enough, it's in people. So we both have very different approaches. I think traditionally you're the business owner focused on that. Me, I'm people first. But together, we can work to empower people so a business owner can build the business of their dreams. Would you put it differently? No, that's exactly how I put it, to be the agreeable <laughs> Connell of this side of the conversation. But that's where the focus. So it's a universal problem. You grow your business and then you add team. You then go from the technician where you're a great technician, whether it's electrician, broker, an accountant, but you find yourself as a manager and you go, I'm going to add people and my business is just going to take off, but you have a whole range of problems. So we're going to focus that really, really narrow, that overlap between our skill sets of empowering your people, again, as the business owner to create the business of your dreams. Yeah, that's right. You know, take the business owner out from working in the business so they can focus on working on it. Give your people the power so they can do that. So that's our niche. Next thing is, how are we going to do it? How are we going to engage the audience? Well, it's still a question we're figuring out, I think. <laughs> but we want to take our show on the road. That's kind of the thinking we have at the moment is we're going to go out to where our customers are or our audience interchangeable, and we're going to work with them directly to help them solve issues they're genuinely facing. Yeah, take it to the coal face, work with people, a real Kim Kardashian type moment where we... <laughs> We take, take the learnings from the people and we just see what happens. I, I think uh, something that resonates with me, you see the guy on um, YouTube or your stories feeds, he goes and cuts lawns and people just watch him cut lawns, you know, and it's really interesting just to see that transformation. Yep. So we're going to try and do that and try and solve problems and capture those case summaries, I suppose. Yeah, absolutely. Being a bit too agreeable there, I apologize. <laughs> but I think that really sums up where I see this going. Have you got anything else to add? No, I'd just like to put on a bow on season one and close it out. Perfect. What else have we got to say? Yeah, a couple of encore episodes, a couple of bonus episodes. But do you know what we have forgotten? Not at all. Marketing. It's true. Well, what do our listeners have to look forward to in marketing? Well, like a band doing an encore, we're going to throw in another bonus episode. <laughs> yeah. Final one, I promise. And we're going to bring in a marketing expert because do you know anything about marketing? Not at all, clearly. No, so... <laughs> That will wrap season one and then into season two, 2.0. Perfect. Lot to look forward to for me and the listeners. So thanks again, listeners. Thanks, Gil. Cheers, you. We hope you enjoyed today's episode of Two Paths, One Journey. Thank you for tuning in and supporting the show. If you haven't already, make sure you subscribe to the show so you never miss an episode. And if you really love today's show, please leave us a five-star review. It helps other people discover the show and grow our community. We also want to hear from you. 
If you have any questions, comments or suggestions for future episodes, you can reach us at 2p1j.com or send us an email at info at 2p1j.com. We read every message and we'd love to hear from you. Thanks again for listening to 2P1J. We'll see you next time.